Hello and welcome back to another episode of Boys Gone Wild. It's been a hot minute. It's been a hot, spicy minute, hasn't it? I've let you guys go for a long time. I know there's been many breaks in the past and um, I do understand it gets quite tedious that I take quite a small break and I come back as if it's been a long time, but it feels a long time for me. I know for my fans, it might feel like a long time. I, I think my fans is probably the wrong way to describe you guys because I don't I don't think no I think what I like about this podcast is I don't think um I don't think I really have I don't think you describe yourself as fans of Horatio Gould I think you're fans of Boys Gone Wild you know I think I actively get away in the way of your enjoyment of the podcast which is quite a strange concept with a solo podcast uh that the only person who's on it is sort of the worst thing about it um, but I, I, as I touched on in the, the last episode, way back when, in my mum's shed, um, that's what I like. I like that dynamic tension I have with the fan base. Not my fan base, the fan base. Um, but yes, I'm no longer in mum's shed. The reason it's been so long is because I've been moving. I'm out of the nest. I'm in the big city. I've moved into a flat. I'm making this podcast. We're setting up a Patreon. Your boy needs some cash, okay? Before it was a little project to stop me wanting to kill myself during lockdown. But now it's a little project to stop me wanting to kill myself after lockdown. Um, And I want to monetize that uh, quite heavily. Um, So now there's going to be a change. It's going to be more professional. We've got our own studio. And I thought, doing a solo podcast, it was getting a bit much. I thought, it's about time I brought in a new person to do the podcast with and after the relative success of the solo podcast yeah I wasn't speaking to some pretty big comedians about who might want to you know co-host regularly with me um and as someone in the podcast business a big tip when you're trying to find someone to co-host with is you find especially in comedy you find someone who has their own following has their own fan base so that when they come they bring a new audience that will um you know, engage with the podcast, grow. Uh, And I had a lot of people who were interested who did have that, who I could have easily asked, could have easily worked something out, fans of the podcast who would have loved to co-host. But then I decided to go with um, my housemate, Andrew Kerwin, um, which I already saw, I regret slightly, because we have a good chemistry. We've known each other. I've known him for like 10 years. We did We've been writing comedy together since we were 12. We did student radio together. We went to university and school together. Um, but it's astonishing someone with the amount of talent he has for comedy and uh, broadcasting in general to give such a little fuck about his career. He genuinely has no social media. He has no presence online. You will only ever really probably see him on this podcast. That's the only time you'll ever see him. Um, It feels already like a bit of a mistake uh, choosing to do it with someone who doesn't really care about success. Uh, even though I spend most of my time with talentless people who have a terrifying need for fame. Andrew someone who has a bit of talent but has no ability to realise his own potential. Um, so, you know, for example, we were meant to shoot this yesterday. Andrew couldn't do it because he was too hungover. And, he was at, and then he went to the pub. He was hungover, so he said, I can't do the episode today. And then he's like, I was like, oh, you're heading off? He's like, yeah, I'm going to the pub. So that's the sort of um, lack of commitment that I've actively chosen. Um, and to be honest, he's, he's good, but it's because he, he lives downstairs. So that's 
even though I think it'd be easier to get someone on the podcast who lived on the other side of London to do this podcast than Andrew, who literally lives downstairs in this house. Um, but anyway, uh, welcome to the show, Andrew. Um, before I introduce Andrew to anyone, I normally get him to tell uh, one story that I think sums up his personality and the tensions within his character more than anything else. Uh, on my 19th birthday, I developed a hemorrhoid. Um, it was, I'd, we'd been out the night beforehand with a couple of friends, had a couple of beverages and then came back home, uh, stayed over at my dad's house and then woke up with an arsehole bleeding to righteous heaven. Um, and for, for the, for the folks at home, uh, what's hemorrhoid? A hemorrhoid is a small sack. It can be, there's, there's a difference. There's two types of hemorrhoids. There's an internal hemorrhoid and an external hemorrhoid. Yep. Uh, an internal hemorrhoid is something that hangs within the bum hole. Uh, sure. The external one hangs slightly outside of the bum hole uh, as if it was visible to the naked eye rather than the doctor's finger. Um, but I had an external one. Um, but yeah, I woke up on my 19th birthday and had blood dripping out my bum hole. And I just presumed that was something that happened when you turn 19 years old. Really? It was, it was maybe like a coming of a coming of age. This is what it is to mm-hmm. be a nineteen-year-old yeah. person in existence. Yeah, uh, quite the shock to wake up to. An interesting element, if I may interject for a second, of is course. that you're by far the youngest in our year group. Oh, absolutely! Uh, I've I've been the youngest. You know, I've been the youngest in everything I've ever been in. Yeah, I'm the I'm the youngest out of twenty-two cousins I have. Irish. I'm the youngest out in like. They bring uh, the Irish Catholics. You know, there's there's too many of us. No condoms, lots of cousins. That's uh, how I describe Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, which is again. So, like, if if you're scraping at the barrel for you're scraping the, at the bottom of the barrel for your podcast, sure. I'm I'm scraping at the bottom of the barrel of the gene pool. Sure. Um, but nonetheless, blood was dripping out my bum hole uh, on my 90th birthday, um, and as I say, presumed it was kind of part and parcel of. Becoming a man. Being a man. It's like, a, like you know, right Jewish people have bar mitzvahs. Um. We have 19-year-old <laughs> bumhole bleeding. Um, but so <laughs> a, bit, a bit confused. Um, and so I thought, you know, I thought it might go away eventually. Um, but a lot of it was, so I, was at my, I, I went to a couple of friends' houses during this time. And I had to kind of make my own makeshift tampons. Uh, during it because you can't bleed straight onto your boxes because your that panties. goes to your trousers mm, yeah. and wherever the trousers go, they go to the sofa. And if you're at a friend's <laughs> house, you don't want to be giving your rectal blood onto someone's sofa. I would not like... If someone came over and they left their rectal blood all over my sofa... No. It's probably the first thing of... It's the first rule of being a good guest <laughs> in a household. Um, so... That went on for a couple of days of making my own makeshift tampons with just essentially scrunched up toilet paper, inserting them into the bum. I mean, it does the job. Does it? Don't get me. What, get... just like corking it up? Yeah. What, well, how, it's, how it's have... a very simple, in, at, at the nub of it, it's a very simple problem. You've well, got a bleeding just, bum hole. Is it, how heavy is the flow? Um, it's, not that, <laughs> it's not that it's heavy, it's that it's incredibly consistent. Wow. Okay. So it's like, if, if yeah, you were to get like a drip, 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 drip. Yeah. So remember, if, if, do you remember using pipettes? When you were doing science yeah, back yeah. in school, when you like, like you know that level of drip when you pushed it. Yes. That level of liquids coming out, but it's if you were constantly squeezing. It's the not pipette. like a burst dam. No. Yeah. No, it's not like suddenly a gush would come out, um, but it would be a pipette 
kind of uh, so you'd have to keep re- replacing the toilet roll uh, well absolutely yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely yeah. um so it was for a couple of days just going into my friend's toilets and asking if they could if i could borrow their toilet paper yeah, and something I- about andrew as well is that he has as the fact that he's so openly talking about rectal bleeding he has a surprising lack of shame when it comes to any sort of bodily function um will openly talk about you know masturbating yep. bleeding shitting yeah uh, with such a confidence that you feel like you're the one who's embarrassed and somehow you've fucked up it's like a weird kind it's of, the best way to it's the best way to know, live very, it's, it's, no it's definitely a, a plus point of you mm. is that but and, very, and again i feel like t- uh, at least 60 percent of the reason I'm on, I'm on this podcast is because my openness with bodily fluids for sure for sure it's absolutely good to get someone that's what's kind of unique and sets you apart from a lot of yep. other people yeah i might not have any drive career-wise but <laughs> my god i'll talk about my penis till the end of the day um but yeah alas so it it took me a couple of days uh, of running back and forth in my friend's bathroom to trying to socialize with my friends uh trying to clog this rectal uh splurge but um then it got to the point where mum was mum said no enough is enough we need to go to the doctor yeah um and we went we went to the doctor and I was, uh, you know, mum mom decided to stay out of it for this one because also that's the point of becoming a man of when you, your mum stops coming into the doctor's room with you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When it's, I guess that was a more per- a sensitive issue of what was happening there. And so I'm this is the sure. first time alone in the doctor's room? Do you know what? I think it might have been. Mm, that's I think it might that's have interesting, been. yeah. I think it might have been. Um, yeah. Which is, which is quite a harrowing one to go in for your first time now that I think about it because I then I got into the doctor's room it's not a regular checkup not absolutely going in absolutely not what seems to be a problem I'll tell you doc yeah well the doctor was the most awkward person I think I've ever (laughs) experienced in my life because I came in and it was a it was a middle-aged man maybe 55 years old I'd never come across him before um and he was like, oh, so what can, what can I do? What you, level of What balding? can I do you for today, mate? Full head of hair? Uh, no, balding, mm-hmm. uh, receding, yep. receding. You know, you know the people that have like the remnants of a hairline, but it's essentially receded and they're bald. Yes. But they might still say they have a receding hairline. Sure. Or, uh, as someone put it, an optimist's view, an advancing forehead. Exactly. Which is a much better way to look at it, I think. You're very, you're very true. Maybe I've misread this entire story. It's not your hairline's not retreating. Your forehead is on a full frontal <laughs> advance. It's true. Um, but regardless, he um, was the most awkward person I've ever encountered in my life as a doctor. Someone that should be used to, because as your your girlfriend's uh, father, your girlfriend's father is a Bleed doctor. Out his bum hole. Yeah, and uh, no, he's a, yeah, he's a doctor. He's, he's a, a doctor. doctor. Yeah, um, but you said that he he has they doctors have days where all they do is bum. Yeah, yeah. So uh, doctors, which because I actually asked a man while he was examining my prostate, um, how many have you done today? And he said like, I've done twelve. And I was like, that's a lot. It's like, yeah, but you do shifts, so you just do a day of. You have a real problem with just like leaving a conversation <laughs> rather than bringing small talk into it. <laughs> just let a man examine your bum hole without being like. To be honest, he was like an Uber driver. Been a good day. He was was happy to talk about it. I think he he was like enjoyed Mm. because it was his twelfth bum. But it's trying to break down that barrier (laughs) of you're about to stick your finger inside my arsehole. Why don't we talk about the fact that this is what's happening? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which was weirdly with my daughter. The problem was that he couldn't. He couldn't address that barrier. He was incredibly awkward about it because I I went in. But he wasn't a young doctor. Oh no, he's (laughs) he was an experienced man. But not experienced in the in the kind of problems that I brought to it, yeah, yeah, yeah. as later was to be revealed. But he, um, yeah, I came in and I said, you know, I think I've I've heard of piles. I'm familiar with them as as an entity, um, but I think I've got them. And he kind of just looked at me like, 
You might have to take your glasses off to shut to because to get the real. <laughs> and I, I was like, "Do I have to get on the table?" I presume, and he was like, <laughs> "It's like a French mime." Do I need to pull my trousers down? <laughs> um, so then I got on the table. Uh, then you kind of go in a, a fetal position. Sure. And um, then he spreads the bum cheeks aside. And a breast. A breast, if you will. Yeah. Um, and then put his finger in there. Had a little... Again, it's an external hemorrhoid, so I don't know why I need to put his finger into the bum. Because there might be something going on inside. You know, it's always good to check. Yeah. Maybe, again, a very diligent doctor. Don't be mm. wrong. Uh, clap for the NHS, etc. But um, then he felt it for a bit and said, oh, and I, I quote, wow, that's a big one. <laughs> So I'm not going. I'm not accepting, and you know, I'm not going to the do- I'm not going to the doctors to to have a really explicit uh, description of how big it was or sure. whatever. I, d- I don't want like no. I'm not going to the doctors in order for me to get you know the most medical description of how it is. Mm-hmm. But oh boy, she's a big one. Is not exactly what you wanted to be hearing. Um, and then we we then sat down, uh, finished the consultation of uh, me sitting on the table with him. Uh, not sitting with him on the table, sitting next to him by yeah, a table. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but then he kind of continued the same level of awkwardness that he'd started from the in- initial point of the practice. Sure. And he looked at me and said, yep, it's a hemorrhoid. And then explained to me a bit about hemorrhoids and then kind of stopped talking. And I was like, so is there any way to treat the blood problem with it? And then he went... <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like... I presume I'm going to have to do some sort of women's sanitary products. That's a big jump for you from just a nod. That was, again, a, that was a bold stab in the dark. Again, like his, if if he had a lot of trust in me with his looks. <laughs> I bet you, you, because <laughs> I could have, I could have accidentally said something wrong there. Yeah, because because if, if he went like that and I went, I don't do I have the, to pull my trousers the, down the and I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. It could have been a very awkward situation. Yeah, yeah. Which already kind of was. Of course, yeah. of course. Um, and I think he was doing his best to make it not awkward. Bless yeah. him. Um, but then, so I then said, I presume I'm going to have to wear women's sanitary products. Anyway. Mm-hmm. And I, I promise you, I then went, well, I presume a, um, a, a sanitary towel rather than a tampon is a better thing to use here. Genuine, on a, an obvious piece of medical, a, a genuine medical question that you'd ask the doctor in that situation. Sure, 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 sure. And again... <laughs> so then i presume the best thing to do was to get the sanitary towel yeah yeah, yeah. um so then mum was outside waiting for me eagerly as mothers do when yeah. their son's getting a hemorrhoid check and then we got in the car went via boots sure uh picked, up some, one to picked do. up some sanitary towels um and then went home tampax uh i believe uh, yeah tampax yeah what's the other brand is all i all i associate tamp um sanitary towels is of women playing tennis very cleanly really from the adverts you know what i mean every single tampon or sanitary towel advert is women Don't playing tennis shit. exactly and this is the problem with boys gone wild as it has been <laughs> thus far is that horatio doesn't engage enough with sexual politics as soon as you talk about periods la la la, 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 la. doesn't happen they don't, don't want to hear it they don't exist <laughs> I'm a man. Um, but yeah, we picked up some sanitary tab. We picked up some sanitary towels on the way home, and I presumed. I think again, the problem, the the whole. I think the whole nub of this story is I was misguided 
and I wasn't I wasn't given enough guidance for the entirety of this experience mm. with a doctor that refuses to speak to you other than in mine. Sure. And a mother, if you're listening, a mother that then I came back with sanitary towels and was presumed that I would know how to apply them effectively. It was poor from you, Sally, to be fair. It really is. So I go upstairs to the toilet and naturally not knowing not having been in this experience before i was 19 years old never had to go Naive, through yeah uh that experience yeah. um um and then took you know you peel off you peel off the elastic of the sanitary towel this is education for all because I, I have a lot of um lonely young men as my kind of demographic mm. uh, it's quite like an incel sort of group so this is actually quite good uh learning i'm not going to get a woman on to discuss absolutely it. no way oh god no <laughs> 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 but a man will get you <laughs> with hemorrhoids you know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, but so then I then peeled off the sides get the, it the, off the, the sticky sides yeah get it off that's what my mum was shouting for me get for it off son yeah. get it off what, I'm, I'm trying to apply <laughs> like, <laughs> um, then uh, I, I I peeled off the 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 sticky parts of it, and then stuck it straight onto my gooch slash bum hell area. <laughs> now, Horatio greets that with laughter, but for me, for me, and because there's in my bathroom, there's also a massive mirror. So I was bearing He's in just mind, slapped it right on. Bearing in mind, I'm looking at myself in the mirror, trying to do it, and almost trying to position it in the perfect way. Yeah, but I mean, the first time I, I you told me about this, I did when you said it to me, I didn't blink. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Why else? Would you <laughs> where, where because is, what you're doing. That's where the blood's coming from. Exactly. Where the blood is coming from. What you're trying to do when you're applying that sanitary <laughs> yeah. towel is get the most blood, the, the the best, the optimal point point of blood absorption mm. possible. Yeah. And where else could that be other than from the source, which is the arsehole? Mm. So you're going to stick it straight on into that area. Sure. Um, I then come downstairs after applying that and uh, walk around for a little bit and mum is down there again looking too gleeful anyway of sure. the, the situation I'm having to go through um, but my, my comment was how the fuck do women do this every day This well not every day I know how trust Drew to work. make it like a moral thing of like wow you women are so brave you women are so brave <laughs> honestly how do how you do, do it how do you do it how do you do it every day do you know what the hardest job in the world so is much, a mother <laughs> <laughs> um so then I was continuing to complain about it for the entirety, for about, well, for about an hour. It was sure. an hour, actually. It was about an hour that I had it on. And then what then got her to coin onto it was the fact that I went, how the fuck am I meant to take this off? Because surely it's just almost like the same thing. Yeah, like waxing, waxing all the time. All my hair's just yeah. going to come off immediately. Mm. And that mum put her coffee down. And she said, how the fuck have you put this on? Actually? Yeah. Where have you applied this? And she I whacked said, her coffee down. She put her coffee down <laughs> on a coaster. Carefully on a coaster. On a coaster. She's a very clean woman. She's a very woman. clean woman. Yeah. But, and she said, how have you applied this? I said, well, I put it straight onto my bumhole gooch area. <laughs> Did you say it like that? Absolutely. Straight onto straight. my bumhole gooch it was, area. Hold on. <laughs> <That's>, because <laughs> Did I, there, is there a problem? Is there a, is there a problem here? Because what, <laughs> what, I, what I've done is applied it to my bumhole gooch. My, but should I not have applied it onto my... Put it straight to my bumhole gooch area. Bumhole gooch area? <laughs> and she goes, no, Andrew. You're meant like, to put it... Like that. She goes, no, no Andrew. <laughs> Andrew, you're meant to apply it straight to your panties. Being around that household is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it's a strange time in there. Um, so then, for the rest of the time, I then did effectively apply it straight to my... Uh, my 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 panty area. That's what that's how you're meant to do. That's it. what you're meant to do. You're meant to put it on. Mm. You're meant to put it straight onto your underwear. Your undies. 
Uh, because I guess the thing is because it will drip down eventually and it's not about trying to make, not, it's not trying to cut it off from the source. It's more yeah. like absorbing the stuff that happens, you know, as a result from sure. the source. Um, but it's something that I've learned and I, again, I try to, I remember when we did this on Student Radio, I was trying to frame it as, you know, that's how I became a feminist. Um, but not in, anymore. in reality, it's, it's fucking chill. If you put it in your pants, what's the problem? So you, you've gone from saying this is the hardest thing ever. I'm a feminist. Women deserve equal rights. They deserve the vote. If it's cetera, on the panties, women don't get the vote. <laughs> but then you're like, wait a second. You mean it's, it's that on easy? The pants. What are you complaining about? Yeah. Take it away. <laughs> it was a real roller coaster over two hours, <laughs> politically and goochily or assholely. Goochily, goochily. Yeah, goochily, goochily. Um, but yeah, that's that's me. That's, and, that's Andrew Kerwin. Thanks, Andrew. Uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> a part of this is it feels like I'm being dragged upstairs on a weekly basis yeah. uh, to talk about things to do with embarrassing things about me. Because Horatio, every time I come up here, he says, can you tell the story about when you did something <laughs> to do with bodily functions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm happy to help. Because you've got a job. Which is um, a real, which a is real why job. this doesn't matter as much to you. Oh, I, yeah, I'm yeah. planning to actually make some money out of this because I really need some at the moment. Uh, it's true, but Horatio, this is how Horatio sold the podcast to me as well. Is um, so we've we've both put a bit of like these chairs. Wonga, these Wonga. chairs don't come out. They by come themselves. from China and they smell like cum. <laughs> uh, it's true, but they, they came out the box and it, it, they do just stink of cum. Not anymore. The cum smell's gone, but whatever they were using to kind of contain them on the way. It's like the plasticky yeah, packaging yeah, yeah. thing. It was a real cummy smell. It was. It was. But nonetheless, they, they come out of... I we, I we We've both put a certain amount of money into this. Um, so the table, again, Li- doesn't come from nowhere. Liquid cash. Liquid, liquid, liquid dollar. Um, but um, Horatia sold this to me with, oh yeah, it's great. So we can go on Patreon and then we can get people to subscribe on like a, a monthly basis, or whatever. And of course I'll be me being Horatia. Of course I'll take all the, all the profit from it, but I'll just pay you back from what you've paid in. So what you're seeing is someone being dragged up from downstairs. Who's not being paid anything in profit other than covering yeah. his initial costs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's nice to help out a friend. You know, there'll be some sign on bonuses. Maybe we'll, we'll talk about the deal. There's some stuff to sweeten the deal. I'll get you some treats. But Such as? I mean, let me. I want to. I want to hear you commit to something uh, earlier. <laughs> maybe like a weekly trip to a weekly a month, trip, a monthly, unless maybe monthly. Or I might do what you do, which is give people vouchers. When mm. you remember when you were fucking broke as shit, you've been broke for most of the time I've known you. But no, I did do my my staple present to my uh, girlfriends and family used to be the Drupon. Yeah, which uh, does what it says on the tin, essentially. Um, but it was. Well, no, the Drupon is, you're, you're very adverse to a, the Drupon. I yeah, suggested I think it's it so you. La- you think it's so cool and so great, but it's actually one of the laziest, rudest things I think you can do to someone. Um, but wait, what happens if I just... Can you explain I what just, a Drupon is? Can you explain what... I just kind of believe in experiences rather than material gifts. Oh, yeah, you, you use this for your laziness. So the Drupon is, instead of me buying you a, you know, a T-shirt or sure. a a piece of jewellery yeah. or something, it's why don't we go out and have a lovely day together? And you get you get you receive a Drupon in the post in the post. Do you post it? Not once actually. You have never done that. Never you give it to it. your family. Yeah, I give it to the. So family. everyone's unwrapping gifts that they've got for each other, like hard gifts that you can hold. Well, they, Drew, get a, they get they get Drew a little gets a envelope. sheet of paper with Drew's shite handwriting and a drawing of a smiley face. Uh, well, I actually printed. I did print out pictures of me within it. Okay. 
That's so there was better. some craftsmanship that went into it. <laughs> but um, again, it's, it's a tough thing to defend when I think I, I did one. There was one Christmas where I had no money whatsoever. I remember that and one. And yeah. every single one of my family got a droop on. <laughs> yeah. And, and in, I, I hate to say it, but 100% of those droop ons are, are currently unredeemed. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. Wait, so, but they could still redeem them and you'd still be contractually bound to. There was an expiry date on them. <laughs> <laughs> there was an expiry date, and I believe it's now passed. <laughs> so, again, you've got to cover your own what, back. How long was the expiry date? Yeah, you don't want to be. You don't want to be. Years. In... Two years. <laughs> and look, I can't be. Who knows what my financial situation is going to be two years down the line? If I can't afford to take my grandpa out for a game of golf and he hasn't <laughs> redeemed it, fuck him. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck that man. Fuck my grandpa. Fuck that man. Yeah. Can you also explain what you do for a job? I work in financial crime. Sure. For, uh, I, I don't think, I'm, again, I'm Save not- Save it for the Patreon what it actually is. I'm not, again, I don't, it's not even for the Patreon. I don't, I don't think I'm legally allowed to say, because I think it bring, it could, I could bring the company- the Patreon, you know. Yeah, Patreon, yeah. Patreon, Patreon. Patreon. You'll find out what company yeah. I work for. <laughs> Pay three pound a month <laughs> to find out one piece of information. Um, I work for a financial institution uh, that I I do that I investigate financial crime for them in some in a few different ways, basically. I thought you, you were going to have like a. Let's keep going. I thought you were going to have like a, a funny like. Oh no, I've got nothing funny. <laughs> no, it's well, a very serious. <laughs> I take it very seriously. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a fun, like. No, there's nothing fun about <laughs> it. Is it? I, I don't know what you. Is it? Is it funny investigating money laundering, drug cartels? It is funny. You. It is funny. You putting crooks away in your cummy underpants. Well. <laughs> again, cummy oh, underpants. I take. You guys stop talking. Saying come. I'm sorry. Uh, when you say we, yeah, I, I I do have an affliction. I have affliction to saying you cum. just can't see me as the cummy boy I was when <laughs> I was sixteen years old. I've changed already. I have an affliction to saying come on podcasts. You have an affliction for coming everywhere. <laughs> no, I don't have the an boy affliction. likes wanking. I can't believe I brought it up again. <laughs> this is <laughs> should we explain? Look, we had to. We we did one. We did the pilot actually earlier today, and we thought aesthetically it would be cool if we had drinks. Uh, so. Andrew got a, a pink gin, and then I poured a glass of whiskey. I wanted to make it look big. It was like Mad Men. You know how Mad Men, they just drink whiskey yeah, in yeah, the middle yeah. of the day. Don't try I had it. three yeah. shots, like poured a lot to be more. Fair, there, was, there was more, there was quite a lot in it, in fairness. <laughs> With ice cubes, yeah. and I drank it in the first 10 minutes, and it just derailed the whole thing. I called our handyman fat, I fucking went mad. We've, we've all said some things we regret on the previous day. <laughs> and we, yeah, and I kept accusing Drew of wanking all the time, and yeah. now, we're going down that road again. Which is surprising <laughs> because we then went outside and made it explicit that we weren't going to talk about my cummy pants. We came back in and we're like, right, let's stop let's talking about cum. And we got, we got through quite a few minutes before the cummy yeah, pants. Yeah. But the point does stand of uh, my job involves doing some quite serious things for a quite non-serious person while sitting in my underwear. Yeah, because this is the thing is that you kind of have, you've been entertaining this idea of being a detective or doing, you're not a serious guy as you think you are. You're a goofy, cummy, <laughs> fucking rectal bleeding, you know, loser. <laughs> 
just I can't imagine. Can what? I just can I just check that was a goofy cummy rental beating loser? <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you didn't tick, include tick, that tick. In, in the initial intro. Yeah, it's true. I just thought of it now. And now um, my next guest is well known for being a goofy cummy rental bleeding loser. <laughs> Admittedly, the loser bit was a bit too much, but I didn't know how to end. Yeah, the loser was a tough one. Because, <laughs> as I say, I'd, I'd stand by. I'd, I accept who I am as a person, and that is a goofy cummy <laughs> rental bleeding guy. But am I a loser? Right, should we, to make this uh, more fucking bearable and less tedious for these pricks, even though what do you think you deserve getting better content than this? this is, if you think this is bad, this is what you deserve. And the reason why I know you guys fucking watch this show is because you actually all hate yourself. Because my fan base is spectacularly depressed single men. Um, let's talk about the news. Topical. Let's talk about... Let's talk this is what, news. This is what, this is what, this is what, what you, you want. This is what you want, isn't it? There's going to be... What's the hot takes on the news? The fucking... A level shit. Yes, is bananas. It's it right, is bananas. Right onto the next. <laughs> that's bananas done. <laughs> line drawn out. A levels so. is bananas. Bo- Boris Johnson, what a wacko. What it? What a nut job. <laughs> what a nut job. How are we going to contain this cunt? Yeah, cunt. Can't say it. No, I just, it was it was just not on the same vibe as what. Yeah, sorry. Wha- I mean, I mean, wacky banana boy. Wacky banana Boris. How are we going to contain this cunt? Jesus, he's a, he's a bad guy. But I'm sure he's. Not a cunt. Uh, no, no. As a cunt, I'd say he's done some, done pre- he's handled himself pretty well during coronavirus. Yeah, but the problem with the problem with po- <laughs> I'm joking, I'm, I, the problem with politicians like Boris Johnson is that they appear to be the jovial, wacky bananas boys. Uh, but in fact, there's a but coming. But <laughs> some of us study politics. And, uh, he did. Uh, he's did. got a master's of political science. Look, at this guy just loves, you know, not fulfilling his not potential. Fulfilling, <laughs> not taking myself seriously. <laughs> I mean, you're a master of political science, international relations, international relations. Same oh, day, same yeah, day. Yeah, same it's basically media studies for politics, isn't it? Anyway, go on. I always, <laughs> it's always really nice to come on, to come and talk to you. Yeah, on the pod, boys go wild. Yeah, um, I mean, he's as rude to me in the general house to house living. It's just I'll be sitting in my room, just you know, trying to do my job well, trying to you know bring down some some crime. And Horatio comes in. A lot of human trafficking. A lot of human trafficking. A weirdly high amount of human trafficking. Perfect. But I'm trying to you know, I'm trying to bring down human trafficking rings. And Horatio comes in and berates me about the fact that I'm not sitting up here with him once a week. You're not fulfilling your potential. Um, but I think that's a nice. But sorry, you that. you were you were talking about. I, I completely cut you off when you were making some really. You had this great point you're going to make about Boris. Again, Johnson. I don't come here to make good points. No, you 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 are because I almost feel. I up. honestly feel a bit strange <laughs> when I come in and when I sit with you and try and make a night a good point about something because no, God, I think you're you a just, master of fucking international relations. No, but let's talk about my cummy pants. <laughs> let's do that. Let's go there. Is that what you prefer? Again, what I mean, it's a cummy boy. I don't, I, I'm, I'm struggling to know what. I, Can what we talk you, about you wanking in biology? Yeah, man. We could. We could talk. We could either talk about my takes on the British political scene at the moment with my. We'll get back. Can you? Can you keep that spicy hot take in the oven so it stays hot? Don't let it burn for a it's staying, second. It's staying hot. It's staying hot. But which would, uh, would, we're going to season it and turn it over. But what do you so want? Do you want? Do you want wanking no, in no, biology? No, no. I'm going to. I'm going to talk about it. But you keep that Boris Johnson hot take in your back pocket. I you... think. I think it's gone now. <laughs> it's I gone. think it's gone. Well, no, it's here. But I feel like it's. <laughs> you were saying you something about him being a wacko, uh, a massive. I just... was going to make a point about. Uh... Well, hold up. Let me get onto the wanking <laughs> in biology. Um, Drew not only has a the early signs of alcoholism uh, in quite like a. Developing, self-destructive way developing which is it's, it's, it's like it's not too bad at this stage because we're young uh sometimes it can be you know annoying at the times sometimes it can you know 
Honestly, sometimes. I've never heard someone put it so poetically. <laughs> Alcoholism, in a sense. No, no, sometimes it can be. But for now, in general, it's good. He's, he's, he's a lot of the time, he's a drunk. He's always, de- if you want to drink, he's always there to drink with you. Hence why he suggested we drink at 2 p.m. Um, that wasn't my suggestion. Uh, you, you did not say no. <laughs> I said, you know me, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> um, so he has an addiction to alcohol that is not bad yet because he's young. It's when he's 50, you know, his kids... Because um, uh, you can't really be an alcoholic until you're past 30. Yeah. Yeah, because it doesn't really... So what? Oh, he likes to drink. He's a sesh gremlin. Yeah. But it's when, you, sesh when you're... So we, we don't know yet. Yeah. We, we don't, don't know. know yet. We don't know. Which is exciting. It's really fun to find like, out. What type... Okay, let's, let's talk... Uh, <laughs> we'll get back to the news because this is a topical... Uh, yeah, is, absolutely. The news can this wait. This is a no, no. The this news is, can this, wait. Uh, we, I don't want it to wait too much because this is a topical podcast. I want this is to where people wake up and get their news. We'll have forty-five yeah. minutes at the top talking about come and come and poo. And, um, and <laughs> Stop alcohol. bringing up poo. I've, that's the first. It's time. uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> sorry. It really throws me off when you say poo. I know it really does. Because we've talked. No, it's because we talked about rectal bleeding, come and poo. Yeah, it's enough. Yeah, it's let's enough. talk about yeah, let's a move, serious no, issue like alcoholism. Yeah, sorry. Um, now, give me your serious. No, no, take no sorry, on sorry. It's not my take. Issue. Actually, it's more of a fun. What type of alcoholism? If you let's assume that you make it past that, you have kids. Let's assume you're... I make it past thirty. <laughs> okay, I didn't actually mean that, but that's. I'll take that. Do you think I'm on such a terrible trajectory <laughs> of my life? No, let's Again, assume. People, no, no, no. people outside of comedy can live to the age of over 30. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's assume you're an al- alcoholic over 30 and you have kids. You have two kids, two, a beautiful boy and a beautiful girl. The girl's a bit... I can um, see it. Yeah. The girl's a bit... Yeah. <laughs> you don't not know. quite catching up with the class. Okay, I get it. Just slow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's the boy's... Is the boy all good? We're yeah, happy the, 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 boy. bo- the boy's called Tyra... No. Tyra? <laughs> yeah, that's really that's what I was gonna go for for my first. Maybe maybe a middle name wouldn't necessarily put it as a problem. I was gonna say Tyrone, but then I realised that's that it is just kind of racially quite Tyrone weird. Kerwin. Yeah. Quickly, I'd like to call. So my second name is Kerwin. Um, I want to call my kid, uh, my son, Ike Con, as in first name Ike, second name Con. Yeah. So if you read that out fully, Icon Kerwin. Ike and Kerwin. It is good. It is good. I See, can, I can curl. I don't want you to think I'm always giving this guy a ribbon. When he comes up with good ideas, I'm here to support him. It's good. It's just rare. And I can curl. He has potential. He's not using his brain for what he should be doing. He should be at the UN or at the top of Patreon on a top comedy podcast. It's one of those two. But now he's thinking of comedy names for his children, who he's going to be too drunk to remember any memories of them together. But let's assume you're an alcoholic I and can you have kids. What type of alcoholic are you? Because there's many different types of alcoholics. My dad is an alcoholic, yep. um, but he's a high-functioning alcoholic. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't. It still feels like I don't have... Like, if my dad was a proper alcoholic, then it would be fine for me to make fun of alcoholics all the time because it'd be like, I've experienced badness. He is m- much more productive than anyone I know, and he's drunk all the time. Yeah. Um, what type of alcoholic do you think you're going to be? Uh, in the gutter. <laughs> face down gutter face down gutter like yeah. leaves as in leaves like, I've been so long down hair. in face down in the gutter that leaves have accumulated over me and uh, the gardener is is raking over me sure uh, because he just wife's thinks I'm part you? and parcel of the ground in general Sorry, wife's left me wife's left me Christmas comes around what Chris- happens Christmas comes Christmas around Day. I'm the guy banging on the door in the snow <laughs> wrong door wrong <laughs> <laughs> banging on the neighbour's door in the snow saying let uh, me in what are you saying I want to see can I have an act out <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, one of these ones. Uh, wow. Oh, 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 That's a brutal one. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and, then I fr- and then I pass out on the doorstep. Um, and then they come out on Boxing Day morning. <laughs> see the dad across the street passed out. Yeah. What? Well, yeah, across the street. Happy is, birthday. Isn't that dad? Yeah, and then I wake up thinking it's Easter. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Uh, so really far gone as an alcoholic. Really far gone. I think I'll I'll be. Um, yeah. What, know, what would you? What's, you know, in a well, you're not. You're you're a lot lesser. You've got you've got a lot more self control than me. I do. I do. I think I've I um I don't I can't really hang, handle alcohol well. I'm a demon when it comes to um, class A drugs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's where your boy really. Is. Um, Boys gone wild. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never been amazing at handling alcohol, which is a bit annoying because that's actually the more social one. I'm more like, well, get the cat in. Um, I'm actually not. Um, <laughs> but but you'd see yourself as what if you were if I was an alcoholic. Let's assume I'm an alcoholic. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with you. I but think- quickly, sorry, I, I don't mean to interject, but this seems to be a a, a thing plaguing our generation. Is there's a lot of Ooh, jokes. Okay. There's it a lot of jokes. Yeah, exactly. I've, cro- I've crossed my legs. Actually, <laughs> there seems to be a lot of jokes and memes. And things on 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 some on social the, on media, the net, on the net. if you will. Yeah. Um, that is, oh, um, particularly on dating profiles. Actually, if you look at something like Hinge, where there is, you've got to answer a certain amount of questions. Yeah. So you have three questions to answer. Um, so many people, when uh, when the the questions that they're asking, it's just like, oh, what's it? What's a classic? Example, most spon- it's like most spontaneous awesome. thing yeah. I've done. Drunk a whole bottle of wine and then ran across the train tracks. That's not cool, man. Um, really not cool. But there's so many things of, aren't I, I, I'm an alcoholic. Alcoholism is now a joke to our generation um, because- Yeah, live, laugh, it's, love. Uh, it's wine o'clock. It's wi- uh, you're it's 35, wine o'clock. Yeah. Laura. That's fucking, you have kids. Put yeah. it together. It's Honestly. not cute or funny. It's, it's an issue for child services. Yeah. Exactly, and it's like it's fine if you're an alcoholic. You're just like I'm fucked. Yeah, my life's ruined. But the only least, thing that brings me joy is the bottle. That's like I it. get it. But if you're lean like, into oops, it. is it Oopsie. my fourth glass? Oh my god! Oh, I'm having a pint of wine with my mother. Grow up. Get over yourself. <laughs> get over yourself. It's true. It has become memeified. But so is the. But it's hee hee. But it's also. <laughs> Oh my god! No way! Uh, uh, something that I'm having, another, my, having another glass of rosé in the park. Something that I'm starting to. Yep. Which is a completely <laughs> acceptable thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday, it's it's not, absolutely that's, acceptable. Wait. So you're going against the people who aren't alcoholics? Yeah. Who are, yeah. Fine. Fine. When so you're sinking, when you're sinking a pint of JD every night. Yeah. That's, El Pintos. Yeah. That's not something I do. I over exaggerated. You put coke in it, but you finish the pint, but not at once. Exactly. I'm not a monster. Yeah. Um. Sorry. We we'll go back to what alcoholic would I be? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But it's just, it's a, we've 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 struck on something for the for our generation. It's a topical podcast. Yeah, I'm going to come back to that actually. But I'll first tell you what alcoholic I'd be. Do you see in American films? You know those alcoholics. No. Okay, well that's that's my take. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, we were talking about not blocking. <laughs> have you seen? It seems to be a thing of American films where people have big slurps. You know, big slurps that are like the massive. Yes. Um, yeah. The massive yep. like things of coke that they get. Only in America would you drink like three liters of coke and it'd be like, yeah, well, I was thirsty. Yeah. No, you're a fucking animal. You're yeah. a pig. Yeah. Uh, but the slurp is the difference between the casual drinker <laughs> and the obsessive drinker. <laughs> it's not the big sip. No, it's the yeah. big slurp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would get um a big slurp 
and I'd be always have one around and I'd, I'd pretend I'd always be talking about my addiction to soft drinks. In there is bourbon, scotch, and it's just, I'm drinking from there. So I'd be trying to drink in plain sight and I would be convinced that I was, no one knew. Yeah. Everyone knows. Everyone is. Everyone yeah. knows. But the problem is, because I'm not great at handling my alcohol anyway, I would be asleep by 3 p.m. anyway. Yep. Okay, no, so I'm not. Is... I'm not lasting that long. Yeah, I, I, I'm. 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 I'm not causing carnage. I'm not like doing crazy. I'm just always asleep. I wake up. I get my big slurp. Go. Oh God, I can't drink. Dr- stop drinking Coke. Smell of whiskey. Drink it. <laughs> so it's, it's. I'm gonna spend a lot of time just asleep. Just like, and I wake up with such a dry mouth because I've yeah. been snoring so aggressively loud. Yeah. <gasps> it's like 11 p.m. and I've slept for 10 hours. It's like. <gasps> 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 Oh, Dad. Mum? <laughs> Wake up the next morning. Oh, so most of... So you as an alcoholic in the future, most of your time will be spent unconscious and asleep. <laughs> but not... It's not, not a, a good not one face, to be. I'm not face down in the gutter. I'm just always asleep. Yeah, always asleep. Not Essentially not being able to handle... Because there's very rarely oh, alcoholics... Oh, it's still a light, lightweight. Very rarely alcoholics can't handle their drink, mm. which is what you would be. Is an alcoholic who couldn't handle their drink. <laughs> it was just constantly unconscious because they've had too much drink. Because I never throw up after having too much alcohol anymore. I don't do that stuff anymore. I just get really fucking dozy. That's when it's like, bring yeah. the speed in now. Keep me going. I want to have fun for a bit more. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that again, it comes into a bit. Well, it's a bit of self-control. But then I feel like your self-control comes from a place of necessity rather than... I, uh, as someone, as you've just admitted, if you're going to have a lot of drinks or, or whatever, you might eventually end up unconscious. Therefore, you have to have that self-control in order to be having the night that you wanted to have. Whereas I don't have any self-control mm. because it can, keep, it can keep going for a while. The big difference is between me and you, I think, is that I'm sort of obsessed with if I'm going out, I'm having a good time. And I'll well, that's wait, me too. I'll, no, 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 no. Okay, The sorry. difference is... Is you'll be like, there's a 20% chance I'm going to have a good time. Well, you won't think of it like that, but in vaguely, it like, it's not so, I'm going to make sure it's a good time. And you'll jump in and try and make sure it's a good time. I think I I appreciate that perspective. That means he doesn't. It, I don't. <laughs> and I'm, trying to, I'm trying to be, it's our first podcast, I'm trying to be civil. Um, but for me... It's always the, a good time. It's always, <laughs> you know, it's a better time the more substances i've consumed that's the difference that yeah that's it actually that's a better way of putting it and that and and and, and, and well including with alcohol because i it well i don't know it, it gets to a point i guess it does get to a point where you have you've had a ridiculous but it's only when i've had a ridiculous amount that everything starts to go terrible as in like you know the classic weight like but you're fine drunk you're absolutely fine but the problem is i have too much i have i'm I think I'm you're too still, good at you, being normal yeah, when I'm drunk. Completely fine. Which and is the you, perfect. You don't embarrass yourself. Uh, which is the perfect sometimes. mechanism for being an alcoholic. Yeah. Because you can have a great time 24 seven and no one knows any different. You know. My... I'm drunk right now. <laughs> you wouldn't. I honestly am. <laughs> We've had a whole day of it. <laughs> and me, I'm sweating. I'm a Horatio, we had to. <laughs> Horatio got too drunk. We had to stop a take <laughs> and and go and take a half an hour break. I've been drinking since. And they... is there alcohol in that? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were drinking just normal Coke, just to... No. Oh. No, I've had... <laughs> I've been having whiskey It is your too. day off. It is, it is day my off. day off. Yeah. It is my day off. You know, fighting crime takes a toll. 
and sometimes you just got to have a bit of whiskey to to ease her in um but yes let's get back to some topical shit what are yeah. we going to talk about fucking a levels yeah and i feel like what we've done with the a level topic is we've we've discussed what we should talk about on the podcast beforehand we said let's keep it topical and we said what's in the news a levels and do either of us have any take on a levels not at all i thought i don't really know what's going on what has happened so with obviously because of coronavirus uh no one can sit through gcse or a level exams because mm. you can't have enough pupils in the got the rona excuse me no, that's just an ad lib that's to keep your story going it's not to interrupt you apologies i miss got the rona chicka chicka um but so they <coughs> that was again it's really nice to uh, go on no go on we, we never you masquerade a as a professional one no we never finished points that was because i was actually genuinely coughing are you all right man yeah i'm good is everything okay it's all good it's been a tough day for you no it hasn't been a tough day it has. for me. He's no been, it hasn't been a, don't tell me been, it's been a tough there's day there's been blood there's been sweat there's been a hell of a lot of tears there's been some tears go on um Explain to me what the fuck's happening. A levels. It's one of those news stories that everyone I just didn't look at. Yeah. Yeah. So with A levels, what happened was there. So obviously everyone can. Everyone. Every student sitting their A level exams or their GCSE exams couldn't sit them because they couldn't be in the same room with enough. Get the Rona. Uh, that's where we got to last time before we thawed <laughs> off. So, <laughs> so we'll plow on. Um, so they can sit them. Therefore, we. Therefore, the government then has to work out how to designate. A, how to designate every individual child with an A-level or GCSE result without them having sat an exam. Sure, sure, sure. So what they came up with is the teachers of those kids yeah. will create, a, I think it's called an assessment, a, a center assessed grade. Yeah. So if I'm your physics teacher, I'm there. you're there. We're into Mr. it. Mr. Kerwin. Mr. Kerwin, hey. Oh, friction. Sit down. You're never going to go anywhere <laughs> for your life, Horatio. You're a, you're a useless person Fuck. and you're not even funny. God. So you shouldn't even bother doing a podcast. God, I wish I could not. And that would be his this. assessment center results. Um, and I internalize it because I respect you so goddamn so much. So goddamn <laughs> But, so... I'm your physics teacher. I yeah. believe that you, based on your past performance and your homework and your uh, like mock exam results, yeah. I think you're going to get an A. Sure. I would then write that on it, but then the government then created an algorithm to then offset how obviously some teachers are going to be, uh, a lot of teachers are going to be trying to give students a slightly better grade because it does well for their class as well as their school. Yeah. So the algorithm. And they care about the to, child. Yeah. Well, exactly. So the algorithm tried to like mitigate those what, things. What? So they just took just took everyone's grade down. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking mental. Yeah. <laughs> That's but only bananas. Certain, but only certain people. So what you'd get is you'd get certain kids. Well, they'd have to have a, some sort of character you, assessment of the teacher. Well, that to the, know who would be. Again, it's a great idea, but the algorithm isn't going to be able to incorporate that. Honestly, in it. I had no idea the government would this much so incompetent. Well, the wow. thing. Wow! Wow! <laughs> 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 Sorry, go on. Wow! No, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely. So. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> no, so. But what an, what an interesting thing that I was talking to uh, my stepdad about the other day is divorced. that. Parents divorced. My parents are divorced. My dad recently got married. So, with the, an interesting thing about that is there's obviously, they're trying to take into the fact that teachers are going to be a bit more, um, as I say, wanting to try and get their kids better results or the school better results. But the thing that's interesting is if 
let's say, so we've got a school sitting right next to us there. Easy. G- e- easy. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I said It's not e- the kid. The kids aren't easy. <laughs> I say easy to think. The kids aren't easy. As- the examples. Easy. I say easy is like, I get Gordon it. Gordon <laughs> do not do not advocate paedophilia. Go on, let's move on. Let's move on. So, there's a school sitting right next to us over there. So, let's call it Mile End, uh, Mile End Secondary School. So, if Mile End Secondary School never produced a A-level student that got a history A-star, sure. let's say, if someone in that school at that point was on track to get an A-star, they would not be able to get an A-star. That's how they offset it. Uh, yeah, yeah, by because, judging the school's but past average. The algorithm, so there's so many things going into yeah. it, including the school's past performance. Yeah. So if a guy if a guy or a girl was definitely going to get an A-star based on all of their past performance, they wouldn't be able to get it because their school has never produced one. Fuck, that's mad. Because also, this is what I was talking to this with some friends. I genuinely think, I mean, GCSEs, it's fucked for the GCSE kids as well. I'm not, A-levels are the most, the hardest and most important exams you ever do in your life, in my opinion. I agree with this. Yeah, because I've been speaking to a friend who say that uni is more important. A-levels, I've never worked harder academically than when I was doing A-levels. There's never been That's not saying a, that much. Yeah, it's, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah it's true. <laughs> Look, I've never worked as hard as I have. Man. A-level is by far the hardest. Useless. and he was fucking useless. And then, but the margin for error, error is such so crazy. Because at uni, you have basically three grades you can get. Mm. There's, there's less ones, but in general, you're getting a 2-1, a first or a 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. That's, that's sort of the thing. But in at, you have four different exams, A, A, B. It's such yeah. a p- precise thing. And it sets up where you go to university, which for me, the three most, um, like, personality changing three years you have yeah maybe sudden years maybe when you're at school maybe but for a three-year block changing more as a person shapes your life more than anything is where you go to uni and if you go to the wrong uni or a uni that's kind of you could have gone somewhere better that will change your whole life forever and i think it's more important going to a, the right uni and get doing badly there than going to the wrong uni and doing well which i agree with i agree with your basic okay we premise. can leave it there then Thank you. We both Thank agree. you. We've been Andrew Cohen and Rachel Gould. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Thank you for listening. Um, uh, I agree with your basic premise of it. I, I liked how the plant rustled for that as well. Um, but so bearing in mind, you've come out of university to pursue this. Um, but uh, many people haven't the the grades that they the grade that you came out from from uni doesn't mean shit because you're sitting here with those sunglasses. I got two one in film studies. Uh, I think that means quite a, a lot. A plant next to us and pretending that you're doing work. Let's just say I can skip a lot of cues with my two one in film studies. If you think that a real job is uh, setting up a Patreon account where we're going to do a podcast that we're going to be progressively more naked from, is something that you're. Do you want to explain this to the. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, well, I, I've got a very loose grip on Patreon because I don't know anything about the podcast industry or anything Doesn't about Doesn't take comedy. time to research it. Doesn't take time, time to research because I'm stopping human traffickers. Drinking, wanking, go on. More accurate. Um, but uh, we for the Patreon, you can subscribe for a very low amount. How we, much? We, we're doing £3 a, a month, £5 a month and £10 a month. And guess what each progression of money gets you? We don't fully know yet. Less and less clothes. Yeah, less. Well, that's we we're going to do bonus content in our underwear, uh, where we're just completely unbridled, pure, ununderwear. Um, but yeah. Anyway, carry on what you were saying. Um, you were saying you agree with me, and you think and you're right in everything you ever do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Very much. Thank you. 
Um, no, I no, I agree that. So, but okay, I agree with the point of A levels are the toughest things academically. Uh, I have never had more stress and a more difficult exam in my life than my A level history exam, my sure. A two history exam. It was fucking nuts compared yeah. to anything I've done throughout undergrad to masters. Absolutely not. But I don't. Uh, there is a thing uh, mm, I get of, I understand your point of the university you goes to is going to, you know, shape you as a person, mm. um, which is true, but that's also potluck. As in, I had a, I had an interview at Oxford that we, how long has it been? 53, 50, 54 minutes. How long it took him to say it? Okay. Yeah, Cause I've bring it up in the first episode <laughs> or I don't bring it up at all. We're um, trying to be fucking relatable, Drew. Like most, most people don't even go to university. But I balls it up. <laughs> you did. But I balls it the fuck up. You did up. balls it up. You have so much potential. I went in the interview and had not a clue what was happening. <laughs> yes. I honestly talked nonsense for about 10 minutes because they asked me about one very specific thing. You're a thing. smart boy. Well, not enough, clearly for a cat's Oxford. Um, but, also, I've met some people who've been to Oxford. My God, there's some dumb dumbs that go to Oxford. I was, because most of my intelligent friends at school all went, for, not me, uh, tried for Oxford. Would you Does describe yourself as your own intelligent friend? <laughs> Why the preface of not me? I'm saying don't count me as th that, because. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> I'm saying. How does he, how do you pull down a single podcast? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Tune in next week. Yeah, <laughs> six, yeah. I will be doing the solo podcast, uh, just so you know. But a big contingent of Oxbridge students who you speak to and they're, they're intelligent people and they still don't get in. And then I, I, in London, I'll be meeting people who have gone to Oxbridge. My God, there's some fucking idiots. There'll be people who are like geniuses at geography, but won't fucking know who the fucking, what the capital of, you know, Spain is. Yeah, I feel like you say... No, that was the wrong example because they're, they're good Again, at geography. I was Because <laughs> you've actually told me the real life situation of that and they didn't know who the prime minister was. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Rather than... They're a genius at geography, but they don't know who the capital of a country is. Yeah, they're a genius at geography, but they don't understand rockland formations. They don't understand tectonic plates. <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't make sense. Okay, uh, we've about hit um, about enough time I want to do. Uh, let's do some closing statements. Yeah, what a horrible way to end a podcast. <laughs> what? This is a nice way. We've hit, like our, we've hit our time. Now let's let's finish it off with mm. some statements. Let's do some closing statements. How do you feel? I feel... Uh, in general? Okay, let's not do some closing statements. No, let's do some closing statements. I was thinking it was going to be like Jerry's final word and Jerry's uh, Jerry's final. I feel that... What have we learned? What have we learned? What, what we've let's learned. round it up as a conclusive way of talking about the... We've gone through a lot of topics, addiction, yeah. Uh, yeah. studying. Yeah. What advice do you have for maybe an A-level student? I know there's some young people who watch this. Um, holla. Uh, <laughs> holla, brachacha. Um, and what would you have a, uh, as a word of advice to someone who maybe didn't get the grades they wanted? Well, the whole thing about this um, A-level GCC thing is that you will now get the grades that you wanted because they've, the government have done a U-turn and now they're saying that the centre assessed grades, i.e. the, t the uh, grades that the teachers gave them, you will, you will now get. Um, so there's nothing to worry about. Um, the thing is, is, is <laughs> what, what is tough, it's tough to do a news segment with someone who hasn't read the news. <laughs> Um, but my main my no, no, main message would be no, just keep on believing. Is, just keep on keep on dreaming. So just keep on believing. Just keep dreaming. Is that the, the conclusive to bring together what we have discussed in this episode to distill it down? Is just keep on believing. Just keep dreaming. Don't drink until a reasonable age. Um, except mm, keep drinking. Until I, it, 
Uh, unless you're, yeah. No, uh, you drink. Oh, drink. Sorry, no, so, wrong, other way around. Drink. Drink early. And and, and and then stop. And then stop. Past when it gets like th- 35. 35. Yeah. I think that's it. And just keep dreaming. Just keep believing. Um, we also, I want like a final thing to say. Um, like Bill Burr goes, go fuck yourselves. Um, um, spank your dad. So you're asking... <laughs> to, be, to be just fire off spank, spank your dad we'll spitball some um, we can sort out in the edit um, uh, the, the early bird catches the worm uh, oh that's a big tarpaulin Derek <laughs> no, again we can't just bring us <laughs> sorry um, it needs to be like a way of just like and that's like, the end of that one